0: We want our folks to use it to create community and dive into youth and credential data in a way that guides them to providing the better service to their students and their campuses. We know the campus credential is a gateway to partnerships. We want folks to know the value of the campus card office. Welcome to Focus, a podcast
1: dedicated to the business of higher education. I'm your host Heather Richmond and we will be exploring the challenges and opportunities facing today's higher learning institutions. Today, we caught up with Don Thomas, the CEO of NACU, about the transformations happening with campus IDs and what's next for unlocking the power of data.
0: Thanks so much for joining me today, Don. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to speak with the folks at TouchNet, and I just really appreciate your interest in NACU. Absolutely. Well, I know that you've been in
1: higher ed roles for a really long time, so can you tell our audience just a little bit more about your background?
0: Sure. Um, I started out in higher education after graduating from college. I actually went to work 12 years, uh, mainly in housing on a number of campuses. Um, My last job that I had was at the University of South Carolina, where I supervised women's housing. And when I was preparing to leave that position, actually having a one card or a student ID that was more than just a plastic card was yeah. really just becoming a thing. So I feel like, um, this is coming full circle for yeah. me. Um, following the, my job at the university of South Carolina, I worked at a different higher ed association for about 18 years. I held five different positions and I worked there primarily with the folks did, that did campus programming or student leadership on campuses. Um, I had a brief stint at a governmental affairs and lobbying firm, and quickly learned that that was not a great fit for me. Yeah. Uh, and then, following that, that's actually when I happened across the job for the executive director of NACU at that time. My title has since changed, but I've now been with NACU um, just over six years. So it's been it's been a great. Uh, tenure at this point, but we're just beginning to scratch the surface. Well, it
1: sounds like you're in the right place with your background and definitely figured out you got to still be connected to higher ed and
0: especially the card side. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: That's great. Well, speaking of NACU, can you just expand a little bit on what NACU is as an organization, uh, the
0: mission and, and and really how you're supporting the vision? Folks that are familiar with NACU really know that the organization Started back in the 90s. It was known as National Association for Campus Card Users. We've gone through a few iterations of branding changes and we're really sticking with NACU as opposed to the full title, but it still does a lot of the same thing. We though need to realize that the industry has changed so much and Campus card is not necessarily what is on everybody's campus, you know, now that there's been mobile, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that. But um, NACU really wants to focus on helping members leverage the power of the credential Mm -hmm. on their campus. It does so many things at this point and really is what we see. It is the. um, The gateway to really doing providing so many services for students. And it's so crucial that we keep expanding what our view is. Um, NACU recently went through a new uh, strategic process with the board, and we've revised what our focuses are. Uh, So our main areas for NACU in providing service to the colleges and universities that are members are really, we're there to build knowledge. Um, We do that through whether it's you know, through research, such as our benchmarking study, or through the NACU campus profile. But primarily, you see us out there providing education through webinars, local programs, conferences, that type of thing. Right. Um, However, I would be remiss if I didn't say that the primary um focus of any association is really connecting members and engagement is everything. Yes. I, I feel like particularly given the last few years, engagement has been a strength of NACU as we focused on just keeping connected with our members, being sure that we're listening. Being connected and engaging doesn't mean just doing the same thing over and over. It means hearing what your members are needing. And okay. that's been okay. another main point for NACU. Um, obviously NACU is all about technology, but one of the things that I feel like is such a growth area for us is the promotion of innovation. And as we are looking to um, provide the best services for members, NACU really sees that we can be doing better in the area of providing technical information, technology-based information, and information about access control. And those are really The growth areas that we're seeing at this point, which really kind of ties in with our fourth point that NACU has been um, focusing on, and that's navigating technology and data. Um, I, I, I just feel like the board was very insightful and intentional in identifying what the priorities for NACU would be, and this is the direction that we're heading now.
1: That is great. And, you know, this is such a transformational time, I'll say, especially for the, and you hate to say card office anymore, because to your point, it's really the, the credential or the ID because it's powering so much and it's beyond the card. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know you get an opportunity again through connection and your different events that you have um, with your community of users. You spend a lot of time really working with campus card managers. So, what are you hearing from them? And, you know, how do you see this evolution of ID management?
0: So, it, it's really been overwhelming how much is going on. Yeah. You know, there, there was an impetus through this, the pandemic, and a lot of change was driven by that. But we're really seeing Quite a, an expanse, uh, and in some ways, a dichotomy between where schools are with with ID management. Matthew has members that that are still using Magstripe, but then we have members that are seeking to move to mobile, and right. actually more of, more folks are heading that direction given what has happened with this with COVID. Everything's being talked about. There's just such huge diversity of challenges right. across campuses. It really depends where a specific institution is, what their support is from their leadership, who their um, champions are on campus and what the needs are of those students. And that's different from campus to campus. The, ch- the challenge for Napu really is balancing how to serve the spectrum of campus. Campus card members because everybody's important and their their needs are not all the same. One hundred percent. I bet that you know
1: that's a challenge from a you know software company too, like us, is really making sure that we have the right technology for each campus at the pace that they're looking to go. And just as you said, you know, converting to mobile is it's a that takes a lot of work it's a lot of transformation that's happening there and so um, I definitely want to get into those different kind of groups and how that works but um, again speaking about mobile and mobile id um, let's talk a little bit about that and what you're hearing so at this point it's been around for a few years um, and you know maybe what are you hearing where's the confusion what are they asking about in terms of actually getting there
0: You know, I really think that the understanding of how the mobile ID works has has, um, really taken taken a big leap over the last year or two. But folks are really struggling to find how do you get support, how do you get campus leaders to buy in, and that's the challenge. the The biggest question that many people have is, how do I manage infrastructure changes? You know, the especially if there's a, a large financial obligation to do that. Many are looking for agnostic options that don't require millions of dollars of right. new equipment. So they need to identify the best way to move forward without necessarily a complete overhaul of their equipment. Those are the big things that we, we are hearing. However, um, I find it quite interesting. We have a number of members that have been successful in getting support because student government associations have been involved and have been requesting okay. that. Move to mobile, so that is that is really the chatter right now around mobile ID. Um, Additionally, you know, I think there are questions about how to go completely contactless. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just with purchases, or is it with access control? We're um, we're seeing some campuses that are really trying to also go completely cashless, and that's the newest thing that we're hearing in the in the recent weeks that. We've also seen in the media that's being posted by some of our campuses. So that's what we're hearing right now about what our schools are facing. What what's in their realm? Yeah, that makes a lot of
1: sense. And you know, it's interesting. I was just talking to another school about this, the cashless concept, and just the easing the burden of um, securing cash and all that means. And so I think about just my own self. And I'm like, cash, I don't ever have cash anymore. Why? Who needs cash when you have Venmo and you have <laughs> credit cards or whatever it may be, right? Right. <laughs> but I hadn't thought of it in, in that way before in terms of the benefit of actually looking at that security side of the house too, when it comes to, to dealing with cash. Yes, absolutely. Well, I know that our team, you know, of course, has been working with campuses on really just assessing the existing systems they have and readers to really help simplify that path forward for mobile ID right. and kind of going back to what you said earlier about not all institutions are actually going down the mobile ID path today, right? With such a wide range of systems and technology and all the different schools and their approach, you know, how do you guys at NACU really approach serving all of its members regardless of what level of technology that they're using? Well, I
0: think, you know, the commonality through all of this is that every everyone who has a campus card is they're having a transaction or an interaction on their campus and the campus card data Mm. is where there, there is potential um, Mm. the most potential for NACU. We are, saying, okay, it doesn't matter if you're on MagStripe or mobile, data is being generated around those transactions happening. We want to teach you how to use that. So that is the big way, the big thing that NACU is focusing on right now is the, is really forget what the end user technology is. Let's talk about what information you're gathering and how you can use that to best help your campus.
1: Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. I think that that is the one thing too I, that we heard through the pandemic that all of a sudden there was this reality that oh card offices have all this data oh you're not just this card office over here anymore you actually have important information that i want to get my hands on with that so you know kind of thinking about that you know how how are really you hearing the institutions
0: using this data that is being generated through the card office uh so that's that's a great question because actually we're not hearing that a lot of campuses are using their data okay it, interestingly, you know, when I've talked with folks, I've heard the, the nightmare stories, you know, one member shared a story that stuck with me. She told me that she would spend a large part of a day with like 20 spreadsheets on her desk, trying to pull together a few data points to give information to her VP. And personally, I can't imagine having to go through something like that and doing it quickly and being accurate. So, um, but we were also hearing members that they're just from members. They're just intimidated by data. Right. So finding out where to start, I think is really a big hurdle. Um, for us, data can be used to help our members create a position of respect mm-hmm. for their offices. Um, you know, really it, That, the campus ID can really just help them build bridges with other departments on campus if they look at the fact that they have a lot of data and they can be helping these other offices make decisions. We don't like, um, you know, we've heard, I've heard since I came in, our members are saying a lot of times they get referred to, we're just the campus ID office when really the crux of the ID is really providing a lot of services, but everybody noticed. It doesn't work. It's a very important part about providing great service to students as well as internal customers, staff, other folks on campus.
1: Absolutely. And, and just like you said, the hardest part really is getting started. And, and when you just kind of look at the sea of data <laughs> and what all it could mean and what, how do I even know what to analyze and what to pull forward to then be able to provide up to, to VPs or board members who are asking. So thinking about that, you know, I think a lot of times it's just a matter of focus. Like, let's just start with these buckets, I'll call them. So what are you, you know, kind of what areas do you recommend schools start reviewing when it comes to data?
0: When I think of the the information that we hear from our members most, there there's data from just basic card swipes, but also access control, mm-hmm. campus recreation. An obvious one is dining. I don't know a campus that doesn't use the campus card for um, their dining service or decline in balance. Campus security. There are so many connections. It really touches everybody on campus because you need the campus. Credential to be able to do business.
1: Right. Yeah, you really, you really do. And then, when you start to look at that, it's like, okay, I have all this now from all these different places that I'm that I am interacting, right? Um, right. What should they be doing with that information? What would you say they can
0: do for next steps? So, I really like to say that data is not power, but the decision making can be powerful. They need to take a first step and find a way to pull their data consistently so they can begin to analyze it and make decisions. Really when our members see um, how they can use their data and then share that data with their vice presidents or leadership and see that uh, they can analyze it to build business cases for making improvements on campus. I think that's the game changer here for our NAPU card Hard members. Yeah, that's very powerful. I think.
1: <laughs> now, when we talk about all of this data, uh, is there any concerns about privacy um, when you're looking at it from an aggregate level?
0: So that's one thing. As we have been talking with our members, they really protect and follow, you know, the the rules for FERPA to mm-hmm. a T when. Utilizing data to make decisions, you really, as you said, you want to use the aggregate information and find ways to manipulate that so you're not drilling down to individual information. There are definite ways to manage that. I think NACU's got some great ideas for our members in, in that regard, but your goal is really to answer the business questions and not be diving into individual individual's interactions per se.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, first off, you have to understand what is the question you're trying to answer, and then grab the appropriate data at the top level to answer that question, not down to the individual level. As you guys are thinking about how do we really transform the card offices to building that data culture, how are you getting that information out there to your membership? So
0: I'm so glad you asked this question. <laughs> One of the things I was I had the opportunity actually to present at. Um, a conference a few years back. And during this presentation, I shared like the story that I, I yeah. shared with you about someone having 20 spreadsheets spread across their desk. Um, and, you know, really I had gone back to the point, we know that data holds power right. and that NACU needed to do something to help them bridge that gap. And we had a NACU member actually in attendance at that event um, and what I said resonated with them. so. He and I just started informally meeting, talking about this as a big picture type of idea about ways that we could help NACU members use their data in an impactful way. Through these conversations, he understood that to me, spending 20, you know, spending half a day with 20 spreadsheets on your desk just didn't make sense. And how could we make this some type of automated process that could help NACU members? So we did test pilot runs, started talking a little bit more, and created a NACU data summit, which actually we just had our first event back in June in Pittsburgh. And the goal of this is really to help our members learn how to pull the data from their systems, map it out and be able to drop uh, months worth of data in a place that automatically feeds into a dashboard. And we're not talking about using any type of um, software here that folks don't have. There aren't purchases of software to do this. I wanted something that was the lowest, that like the lowest common denominator denominator could manage. I didn't want extra technology to have to be involved. And we actually found a way to do this and with the goal in mind that what about that single person card office that right. doesn't have extra staff and has to pull all these reports and things on their own? How do we help them do their jobs and be a someone who is uh, really utilizing data to help their campus make decisions? That really framed everything for us and the Data Summit came alive. And, and after two years of development, I really feel like NACU is onto a a good path with this, where I think we're really going to be able be able to help our campuses um, impact campus life yes. and student retention. That is awesome. I want to go next time. <laughs> Come on, let's get. That's great. It. We'd love to see. Well,
1: yeah. so who who do you see? If you're kind of thinking about the roles, uh, uh, maybe Carthaus and beyond, uh, really benefiting from your data summit. Who should be thinking about
0: attending? So if, if I can, I actually thought about this and went back and looked at um, titles of folks that attended the data summit that we had in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, we had a fabulous group. They were all patient and knowing we were learning through this. But what was most amazing is the cross-section of, of titles. We had everyone from card office managers to a director of web and technology mm-hmm. services to an accountant to a director of business operations, and a director of housing. So what we saw was that this is not our typical, um, what I would say, folks that go to the NACU annual right. conference. This is a, this is a uh, really a segment that's pulling from many different areas. And we see that folks that are not just card staff are coming to us saying, this is something I need to learn about. So that I guess to answer your question based on what we saw at this first event, I think really it's for anyone who's lo- who has and uses the card data for their campus and wants to learn how to elevate how they're impacting and, and making decisions. And that really sounds very, maybe a little bit rose-colored <laughs> glasses, but, but I think, I don't know that I would have said that prior to having this first data summit and seeing the range of folks that came out to attend the event. No, I mean, I
1: think I could see too. And I feel like that's what's happening is that data is becoming a unifier because it's bringing so many people across campus who need information and want to figure out how best to articulate that. And so being able to come together and hearing what is the business side looking for? What is the card office looking for? What is IT looking for? And being able to unify that together, I think that's awesome.
0: Yes, it was, it was great. And it was such a motivator for us too. We learned so much through it and we're tweaking how we view this program but it also made our minds explode about how we can grow this because so many other use cases came to
1: mind. Absolutely. Well, and you know, it's really interesting We think about data and a lot of times there's the word that gets used and tossed around which is transaction. Um mm-hmm. but kind of, you know, being a marketer, I I say, gosh, we really probably need to look at changing the words and positioning around data and you know, cause transaction can be so related just to the money side, but rather we should talk about the interactions that are happening across campus and how do we
0: then measure and define the interactions? I That, I love how you said that. I will tell you, we have been using the word transaction and I think we're going to change that <laughs> with the next submit based on you saying okay. that. Yes, here, like I said, the campus ID touches Everything on campus, every student, every staff member, every faculty member has a campus ID. The system records the date and the time and the place for every interaction, and you know that that is where the power comes from. Again, like right. I was saying, there's a great will to be learned from looking at trends within these interactions. Um, if I, I again we go back to the, the power, I think this can really empower the card office to be the data hero on yes. their campus, and that's what we're focused on teaching people how to sell these concepts to their colleagues on campus. I love that. I know know, from the technology side, I always like to
1: say that we are able to empower people to be change agents on their campus. And so now you're able to empower data heroes. And I think that's great. I'm seeing capes, I'm seeing crowns. This is amazing. Yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Great, so it sounds like you have had great success with the data summits. And so obviously I'm hoping you're gonna say, are
0: you gonna have more? One of the things that NACU does is we hold NACU near you programs that are small, local, locally based programs to get folks to come in and join us and and learn from us and engage with other members who may not. And these are the folks that may not get the chance to attend the annual conference. So we decided as we're planning to do the next data summit that Putting a NACU near you and a data summit on the same campus would be crucial um, to the success and guarantee us a little bit more interactivity potentially. So we're having the next data summit, November 3rd and 4th at the Ohio State University. So um, if you're familiar with Josh Bodnar, he is serving as our host for that event. Uh, But we do realize that we need to go to the to the West Coast as well because the travel to uh, Ohio may not be possible for a lot of folks, so we have tentative plans right now to have in early February another data summit on the West Coast. And when I can release the name of that campus, I will do that. That's awesome!
1: You guys all heard that. Mark your calendars. Get on the list to get on one of these data summits. I think it's just going to be so important. And as you said, at each one you're going to learn more, and then you're really just con- continuing to, you know, educate and define this community to keep everybody connected. To what are we doing next? How is this transformation happening? What are we doing from a card office perspective? So that, that is wonderful. So this has been a great conversation, Don. Any
0: parting thoughts? You know, really for us, the ultimate goal is to make data something we use actively to guide our operations on campus. We want our folks to use it to create community and dive into using credential data in a way that guides them to providing the better service to their students and their campuses. We know the campus credential is a gateway to partnerships. If we teach NACU members how to use data and how to get buy-in from VPs and other leadership that they have something impactful to share, we can help them build bridges among other departments and elevate where they're perceived on campus, which is a goal we want folks to know the value of the campus card office. Um, Honestly, You know, I hope folks would consider that. I don't mean this as a sales pitch, but if one of the things that I thought, okay, maybe I should have said this, we had a member that attended the NACU Data Summit, and her response to us was, This was the best training I never knew I needed. So if you have any, questions about whether or not you should consider i can provide more testimonials we really hope folks would look at this and and realize that we really want to help you be that data hero on your campus
1: i think that's so key too and especially when it comes to data you don't know what you don't know and exactly. so yeah so be able to come again in a community of like-minded people and understand what they're doing and what they're being asked you realize oh i need to know that too
0: they have our campus card folks have the key to transforming things on their campus because of all the digital information that they have access to.
1: That's wonderful. Well, I am so glad we were able to catch up today, Dawn. This has just been awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Focus. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on the business of higher education. For more information, check us out at touchnet.com.